T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers, Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. Should have probably gotten my hockey notes ready before the segment started, but you know what? I had a post about Bootygate, guys, so that's what I was spending my time doing. A, a lot of Bootygate here on the uh, the Playmakers. A lot of booty talk, I should say, oh, rather. Sometimes you got to make our own dreams come true, and so this is the rocket in which we are strapping <laughs> our success onto. The city, to be honest, too. Yes, very true. You have... Definitely wandered into the right place if that is something that interests you. Sports maybe is another thing that you spend your time consuming, maybe other things, or maybe you just are a little bit of a masochist and wanted to waste some time. We can do that for you, too. The Playmakers is who we are. Lindsey Brown, voice over there. Adrian Hernandez. And uh, as I mentioned, we're going to get into a little bit of hockey discussion right now because it is a big old game for the Golden Knights today. They have to win in regulation, Adrian. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or booties about it. What I did there. I see what you I didn't did. even realize that I was going to do it in the next We need day. the kick booty. So here's the deal. Daily Faceoff made this really easy for me before I can like start to get into my actual hockey takes. I'm going to tell you what could happen tonight. Okay. This is an article written by, oh, Frank Saravalli. Robin Leonard's favorite person ever. <laughs> Golden Knights at Dallas Stars, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, American Airlines Center. It's on AT&T Sportsnet, Rocky Mountain, so that means I'm going to be watching it here. Uh, the Stars will clinch a playoff berth with a win in regulation. The Golden Knights will be eliminated from playoff contention with a regulation loss. So I guess if you, there is extra time, there is still hope. Uh, although there wasn't a whole lot of that in the other night when we lost. Uh, the Kings and Predators can also clinch playoff spots with a Dallas regulation win. And the Kings who are idle will clinch a playoff berth if Dallas wins in any fashion. The Canucks will be eliminated from playoff contention if Dallas earns a point, earns one point or more. But again, it is all about the dub in the regulation, and I guess in overtime, whatever. But if we want to truly call ourselves a playoff team, even though we've had several instances to prove we are not, I suppose we could maybe stave that off for one more day. But I got some bad news for you, peeps. We got some people out of this lineup, shockingly. Uh, Keegan Colasar, who departed last contest after going to the boards awkwardly or getting run into awkwardly, uh, he is a week-to-week proposition. He did not travel, and so the Golden Knights will be dressing 11 forwards and seven defensemen tonight. Uh, according to Ben Goetz, who's in Dallas this morning for morning skate, lines look as follows. Patrick Stevenson-Stone, Marcia So Carlson-Waugh, Yanmark Eichel-Dodonov, Carrier, Player X, and Amadio. 
So like I said, an extra defenseman to skate up. I don't know if we're doing the John Merrill plan or the Dylan Coughlin plan where they play up as a forward, but I'm sure they're going to be throwing everything, including a kitchen sink, because weirdly enough, this game is kind of poetic because we know how Dallas reads to us. If you read the the media guide here that you can print out for before games, or at least those of us in the media that can, these game notes, says that the Golden Knights are 8-2-0 versus the uh, Dallas Stars or something like that. Not in the playoffs, though. And it's not just the the recent history that I'm worried about and the dark history at that if you're wearing a Golden Knights sweater, but it's the way this team plays, and that's why it brought them so much success in the bubble, even under the tutelage of the then interim coach, Rick Bonus, who has since taken on that job full-time. The Dallas Stars are a team that is willing to grind you into dust and is totally fine with scoring one goal and letting that be what it is. That is not the recipe that the Golden Knights ever look for. We need cupcakes. We need sugar rushes. We need spikes in the adrenaline. And when they don't get that, when they have troubles, when they have struggles, when they get hit, when they get outworked, very easy to be turned into traffic cones, to be turned into the team in the passenger seat. And really where the passenger seat starts and stops and and whether or not the Golden Knights are going to be inhibiting that is in their own defensive zone because the Dallas Stars are going to forecheck the hell out of them. The absolute hell. And you don't think it's this is a Jamie Ben hero game? Like I was saying earlier with Joe O, Adrian, this guy, there's a reason why he's one of like four dudes that doesn't wear a shield, even though he's only 30-something years old. He got grandfathered in because that, the rule was changed. This is a guy who is probably one of the best captains in the NHL, honestly. I've heard that from several people. Uh, you can tell that the fire in which he plays with inspires his team the way that he attacks every aspect of his game, not just the scoring part, because this is a guy who won an MVP trophy. He had 100 points a few years ago, way back in the day. But he is a physical nuisance, and he's smart, and he knows when to to put the puck off the boards when you're just a little bit more flat-footed than you were half a second ago. And so when it comes to getting the pucks out on those quick breakouts, that is going to be so instrumental in any success of the Golden Knights can hope to find tonight because if those Dallas four checkers meet them in the defensive zone and the hash marks are below, we are in deep trouble, deep trouble. And we'll be spending plenty of time in our own defensive zones. Taking the body is probably going to be a, a thing that we need to do today. Although it's not, they're not the most slippery of teams, but you know who is that Jason Robertson character, Adrian, the top line for this team. It's Joe Pavelski, Jason Robertson, and Rupe hints. All these guys have been, carrying the water for this team the entire year. I'm looking at notes that I took in December of last year, so in 2021, when they last played, at least I think it was here. And at the bottom of my sheet, I have Robertson, Hintz, Pavelski. All of them had been working in the last, like, seven games with teen points. Like, you're at two points a game-ish. And I'm just trying to pull up my uh, my little notes here because all of them have been playing quite well as of late, except for Pavelski in terms of like he's getting the assists, but he's not getting the goals. And that usually means that their power play isn't as effective. They're right in the middle of the road at home, 22% conversion rate. We know about Joe Pavelski's prolific ability to tip pucks in front of the net. He is what Chris Kreider is doing this year. We always have a year where somebody gets like 20 goals off of um, tips in front, and it just happens to be like one of those magical seasons. He's the guy that does it as a, as a mastery skill. And so maybe he's trying to do too much. Maybe he's skating a little bit more 
because he's playing with the speedster and Jason Robertson and, and uh, Rupe Hintz. But regardless, that is a team that is going to be very rush heavy. And then, like I said, that second line centered by Jamie Ben, you had Tyler Sagan and then uh, Raffle on the wings. Like Sagan, another guy who doesn't score a lot, but somehow finds ways to score against the Golden Knights. Ben is there to basically be a bull in a china shop. Raffle's there to collect the puck and, and, and uh, from that 50-50 battle. And Sagan's there to finish. Fourth, third and fourth lines, you got to outwork them. you got to outchance them. That means you got to spend time outside of our own zone. So that net front territory is going to be the spot to be. we got to get grimy goals because they count the same, and that means we are playing uh, a game that can keep up with Dallas too. Because if we, th- I think in many ways it's better to say, well, F whatever they're doing. This is our game plan. But if that isn't there, if the pacing isn't there, if they're dominating, you have to adjust. You can't spend – three quarters of the game trying to be like, well, this isn't the way I want to play. This isn't the way we want to do this. We want to do this. We had to simplify our decisions. We can't be doing toe drags. We have to be uh, making simple passes through the neutral zone, which the Golden Knights haven't been doing. They've been turning so many pucks over because they keep getting disrupted. And then it's just loose, broken puck. And everybody's just standing around like this defensive core that the Dallas Stars have when you have Ryan Suter and, and, uh, Miro Heiskanen. Heiskanen is going to be one of the best young defensemen not named Kale McCarr. Ryan Suter has been around, the, played more than 1,000 games, is being paid like $6 million not to play on Minnesota, and another five or whatever they're paying him here to be in Dallas. And he's eaten up minutes. That's what he's done his whole career. And I haven't even talked about Issa Liddell and John Klingberg, who are always dangerous on that second period. Like, this is a team that is looking to suffocate you to death. And guess what the Golden Knights are doing? <gasps> We're taking deep well. breaths. Exactly. We're tired. We are uh, disheveled. That loss the other night, absolutely demoralizing. So the Golden Knights need to come out with energy tonight just for their own psyche, honestly. And we know Logan Thompson's going to be in that net. He is going to be a firecracker. He is going to play in a way that will be inspirational to the to the team in front of him. But if he gets untethered, if he starts oversliding, if he starts uh, being mistimed on his gap outs to the puck – that's where he can get into trouble. Everybody is, has a way to make themselves a little bit less successful than what they intend, and it doesn't take that much of a push to go off that cliff when you're a goaltender who is very explosive and moving and still very young and untested. Sometimes it's good to know not to, uh, not what to be scared of, but there's also a rookie netminder on the other end. For the Dallas Stars, Jake Ottinger, who's taken over uh, for, for Braden Holpe, who's been hurt. Um, Kudobin's been hurt. Ben Bishop retired midseason, and they went out and traded for Scott Wedgwood of the Arizona Coyotes, who stole our lunch in T-Mobile a couple months ago. So if he's been playing, I don't anticipate it's, if it's winner winning get in, it's Jake Ottinger. He just happens to be from Minnesota, and so we need him to succeed because there's not a lot of goalies that come out of the Minnesota <laughs> pipeline that have staying power in the NHL. So I hope that he is able to um, put on a good performance. I, I kind of feel this is me a low-scoring affair. But like I said, I don't like that for the Golden Knights. I don't like being put in that position for them. But desperation is something else. But Dallas is just ass. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little worried about us winning the two games and kind of, We just you We know. can only worry about the one we have. Yeah, da- but I'm saying Dallas coming back for a little bit of vengeance uh, after losing the two games this season. And also, I, I don't want to switch tracks, but the, this oh, coach that we have at the Golden Knights – I don't like this guy, man. Why? Just, okay, two two quotes from earlier today. Mm. He said, it's a different feeling than the other 82 games because you know what's at stake. We know what's at stake. It's been at stake for, what, a month? It's well Even done. More? It's well done. Yes. There's no blood it, or juice left in this The steak is now meat. cardboard. Correct. Okay, you need scissors to cut the steak. Put it in the dehydrator, not the grill. 
And, and to go back to this goalie drama for our Golden Knights, uh, what's your take on this was the quote um, in terms of Robert Leonard being out for the season. Uh, the announcement speaks for itself. I'm concerned about the guys that are here battling with us here tonight. That's what you're supposed to say. I mean, what else? Would you, what else would you like him to say at this point? It seems a little dismissive of the player that's hurt. Yeah, I mean, he, I understand he's, the. St- he's, he, well, he's getting surgery. It's not like he's in danger, right? Fair enough. It's just it's pregame before the biggest game of the year. You're gonna ask me about my goalie who just announced that he isn't playing and he isn't on this trip. I'm fine with Fair. I'm fine with Pete saying that. I I I don't. I kind of agree with you. I'm not kinda a huge con- fan of this. Kind of contentious, right? A oh, little bit. Oh, 100. But but that's where you have to move on. Like I can't I can't if I let in a goal, Adrian, I I can't sit there and think about it for the next 30 seconds, let alone five. Like I gotta get when I get scored when I got scored on, get up, take a little walk out to the corner right along the goal line there, kind of reset, do my left post, right post, left pad, right pad. Glove, blocker, helmet, boom, reset. And then you have to let that thought go, positive or negative. It has to go with the flow because there's more to come. And it's hard to do that when things are piling up and there's a lot of negativity in the room or if you're, like, particularly talking about goaltending, like, well, if that's the fourth one you've let in in the first 20 minutes of the game, you're not really going to get the time to, we have to hygienically let this thought go. But you have to do yourself favors before it start before you go into the the tornado that this game is going to be. Like there's gonna be a ton of pressure on guys like Mark Stone and guys like William Carlson and guys like Jonathan Marsha so that they haven't felt with this organization. This is a different level of failure, and it's a necessary level of failure. But they're gonna give it their all. Obviously, there's still very much a chance that they can still make this and beat Dallas and beat whoever's next. But they have to be better in their decision-making. They have to do themselves more favors in the game itself so they so they don't put themselves in compromising positions, be that because they're chasing uh, a lead, chasing because they're on the, on the PK, or just getting outside of themselves, calling, saying for this whole team to succeed, I alone must make this play. Simple hockey is not run that way. And you're going to see a clinic in Dallas. And so you got to match the energy. Otherwise, you're just going to be fighting uh, uh, in, in a straight jacket in a way. When you talk to me about energy level in the Golden Knights, that kind of worries me because that's been yeah. a key thing that's been missing all season. And it, maybe it starts from Well, this is where like DeBoer starts the fourth line last game. because And he did that when he came on during the bubble season. He was throwing like Revo and Carey, like the fourth line, because they're like, go set the physical tone go, and set that energy. And it worked. And it was great. Um, he has shied away from that this year because we don't have the same physical tools and obviously we don't really have everybody at our uh, disposal. But I would expect similar um, strategies tonight. I would want to lead with that. And that's why like the Keegan Colasar omission is huge, huge, because he's not just a guy who gets looks. And I know a lot of us wish that he would finish a few more of those, but he is a guy that has become a little bit, not a playground bully, but the play, but the person who, keeps the bullies in line, right? And and make sure that nothing gets too far outside of what the what it should be physically. Where there's that unwritten rule, there's hitting, there's all that other stuff. He's a huge part of this team. And so it's not just his omission then you have to have somebody fill in that gap, but they're not going to do that cuz they're going to be adding that extra defenseman. And so like I said earlier with Joe, oh, I, I don't like the fact that my gut is telling me that I, I don't think this is a positive evening for the Golden Knights, but that's what it's telling me. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. 
but not really. We'll see. We that was interesting. Yeah, we'll see. Sorry, I just we'll again see. no because I, I don't want to I don't want to change the subject uh, and kind of before no, but like this is a big game and the season can change, but it just seems to me that regardless of what happens, whether they make the to me, it doesn't matter if they get the the eighth seed and then they get swept. Now what? Congratulations, yeah, you, to, you just you cost have to go yourself. Play Colorado, but they beat Colorado last year. It's True. just about getting in. It's about getting in, and uh, and getting out quickly. So again, that, those those zone entries, those are going to help. Taking the body, that's going to help. Net front territory, making sure you're not puck watching, not getting too close to the crease and to the goalies, so you have enough space that if you get a rebound, and hey, I got plenty of net to shoot at because we have pushed the goalie back. Creasophobic, he is scared. And now untethered. Just a shout few out, notes. Shout out to the Bee Gees, man, because we got to stay alive tonight. See what I did? Thank you. It's a big. We got to get Big Boss Dan in here to, yo, to call for the applause. Thank you so, a hundred percent. Thank Inside you so jokes. much. And I thought this was. This seems like a big game. Thursday, Friday, people were tweeting, and obviously that Sharks loss kind of took everybody's energy out. But mm-hmm. we're back. Come on, beat the stars. Come on. Yeah, oh, we got to. We got to. Well, we don't have to have to, but there will certainly uh last ditch effort will be made. Golden We're... Knights, Dallas Stars in Dallas. What you got? Hockey reference playoff odds still at 8%. So at least yep. it hasn't gone lower. No. 8% still a chance. No, but there's certainly a few ways to skin this particular chicken. Probably not a great reference to make considering all of the protests that we have seen in the NBA playoffs. We're not going to get to that part of the conversation quite yet because we need to talk about the NFL draft and specifically the areas of need for your Las Vegas Raiders. We'll be back on the other side. 1140, the bet. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Ooh, doggy, what a show it has been. What do you mean? What? No, it has been. No, I get, I get happy when my music selections, that are really your music selections, Correct. get played. And then, you know, the hype that comes with it. It's almost like there should be a place where you curate music and we kind of get inside your music brain. And Me? I think there is one. There is. There is one in existence, and it's accessible to everyone who has really any connected electronic device. It's not just phones. I've been told smart speakers are a thing. Car speaker systems are a thing. Smart connected TVs. But if you got your fingers on the on this typing thing, Hype Master Locker Mix. On that is the, the name. typing thing. I love it. Yep. That's the name of my place. You have a playlist, though, too, don't you? What, As well. It called? It's called the Hip Hop Underground. Mm, the like, mole people have to have music, too, you say? Yes, the hip hop, the R&Bs, all of it over there. Nice. And like you said, uh, you can check that out on the Odyssey app, which is free to download. Plus, there's also different type of playlists, too, like Mo, Mo 90s, No Problems. Mo 90s, No Problems. It's like the perfect mixtape for your favorite hip-hop, and rock from the 90s and then some. Mm. So from Dr. Dre to the Beastie Boys to Nirvana, the Snoop Dogg, uh, just search Mo 90s, no problems on that Odyssey app. And with that being said, it is now time for News According to Adrian. Yes. And in an interview with British Glamour magazine. British Glamour, you say? Yes, Megan Fox explained oh, why boy. she only appeared in two movies from 2013 through 2018. But she also 
clarified some things when it comes to her and her love and her passion with Machine Gun Kelly and some of the blood that they uh, eat from each other. Okay, let's talk about her career first. Uh, she it was some of the the harassment and and yeah. you know she just felt she, she was got very a proud tough of- pot by being a very very attractive young woman who happened to stand up for herself. Usually that doesn't go over well with the powers that be. No, hundred percent. And she didn't feel human nope. um, in certain points. Um, no, she's so, an object in most of those movies that she was cast in. She had the audacity to ask for some different roles or maybe cast herself as a different light. Nope. Yeah, her her and Sierra growing up were like viewed as just just very, very strange stuff. We so like she, to punish women. Nothing yeah, new there. A hundred percent. But in terms of, of her, her love with Machine Gun Kelly and some of the blood rituals that they get into, uh, Megan wanted to clarify some things. So she says, I quote, it's just a few drops, but yes, we do consume each other's blood on occasion for ritual purposes only. They're adding twin flames. <laughs> adding also it's the same blood. That Machine Gun Kelly is willing to just cut his chest open with broken glass and be like Wouldn't you for her? Take my soul is what MGK would say to oh Megan the Fox. God. He had a poster of her in his room growing up. It's that's kinda kind of, weird if you think about it. It's but, weird, but also like you climbed the mountaintop. But that's what I mean. <laughs> of course he's going to open fillet himself for this. It's Megan freaking Fox. And where I come from, take my soul means she's, something else. She's brilliant. She is. So so shout out to them. So yeah, that, that's news according to Adrian. Strong Billy Bob Thornton and Ad, er, and um, Angelina Jolie vibes. Very uh, strong. They had the vials of the blood back in the day. 100% rekindling and that, I guess. People do their things as long as it's consensual. And, you know, not in front of my face, please. And either, you know, as long as it's but not But those booty pics, though. In front of my face yeah. all the time in 4K, please. <laughs> Gonna, 4K. We are going to run this into the ground. Hey, listen. Booty in the face. We already got a song for it. Listen, with the pandemic and, and people's spirits have been down with the world, sometimes a booty picture is a, is something that the, the, you what up. the world doctor ordered. But never trust a big butt and a pretty smile. Sometimes that can uh, be dangerous. You're good at that, this, you. Speaking of, of things that are going to be dangerous, uh, not really. Well, unless your team doesn't make the right pick. Lindsay, are you ready for it? With the 69th pick, Adrian Hernandez selects booty pictures out of, where do they go to college? Uh, uh, ASU, probably. That's <laughs> <laughs> a journalism you, school, though. When you break this down, she's six foot five, all right? A mountain <laughs> to climb, good hips, really fast on the dance floor, executes things perfectly. Ooh. For Adrian, smart move, less than 2,000 followers, comes from a small school, small mm. market, not a lot of attention. Great pick by Adrian. Uh, no, in all seriousness, uh, is, is it time to talk Raiders football? We might as well because they are going to participate in the draft, but as of right now, not in the first two rounds. Trading up certainly can happen, but based off of the conversations we've had with Joe O and some of the reading that we've done, this isn't really the draft where a lot of talent is worth trading up for. Yeah, this is uh, we're being good hosts. Don't knock right? on you. I'm just like you can still make a roster. We're just not going to spend extra capital. Yeah, it's all we're, good. we're just being good hosts and letting everyone have some yeah. fun in our city. So yeah, so Especially the Raiders, late. the Raiders' first selection is going to be in the third round, the 86 pick, Ooh. which is going to be on Friday. Um, they also own the 126, 164th, 165th, and 227. So day three. It's going to be on and popping. So lines are really where a lot of our attention is going to go, right? Because uh, we got we got Devontae Adams. We have Darren Waller. Oh, we'll get to him to wrap this up. We got Derek Carr. So we got tight end, wide receiver, quarterback, the uh, holy trinity. We have an edge rusher. 
in Max Crosby. We have, we've added a couple more in there. We have cornerbacks that are being developed as we speak, right? That may be a need. That's going to be a need, That's definitely an too. area of need. And that's always an area of need. Like, you can never have too many defensive backs. 100%. Linebackers and stuff. What about that? How are we set with those? Possibly, but I do think, and you, you, you're right on the nose on that, where the offensive line and that defensive line Offensive line to, first, I think, though, right? Yes, and, and there's also some rumors, and I mean, I guess it makes sense. Richie Incognito, you know, he's been injured the past two years. COVID's happened. I believe he's about to turn 40 and years old. And he doesn't old. take a veteran's minimum contract, people. Yeah, so he, he might be retiring soon, but regardless of whether he comes back or not, uh, this offensive line is going to need to be, you know, it needs to be improved. Our right guard right now is a competition between three dudes. And just like quarterbacks, if you have three dudes, do you really have one? Um, So so some of the players that they're looking at and the Raiders, if they are going to move up, they might want to get into the second round. Um, Darian Kennard is an an offensive tackle from Kentucky. Uh, Dude is 6'5", 322 pounds. Holy moly. Yeah, big dude, All-American, and obviously playing at Kentucky, that means the SEC. So he's handling... Uh, some of the physicality that some say is like, you know, the SEC is the minor league of the oh, NFL, yeah, and right? He know, and he plays at Kentucky, so you know how to lose then, too, which yeah. is an underrated skill. 100%. And that's something that I think more than usual, and obviously the history of this team and what happened last year, some of those character traits are going to be higher on the totem pole this year, or at least yeah. I hope. Uh, and according uh, to start it off to last week, Dave Ziegler uh, the general manager of the Raiders, you know, he talked and he kind of went with a philosophy that, you know, obviously getting hired in January, scouting departments, this is a year-round thing. Well, and scouting's so, been very different the last couple of years because of just college sports has been so disrupted and a lot of guys made different decisions. I'm going to go back to school rather than come up for the draft because it just messed up the timing too much. Yeah, and, and so he said with the broader scope than it usually is that they are going best player available. With that being said, though, we need offensive linemen. Like, yeah. come on, my guy. Um, so, and Darren Kennard is someone who probably won't make it out of the second round. So this is where, you know, you need to trade up. Another dude, uh, I can't wait to tell you how big this guy is. Tubby. He is humongous. Uh, and he's oh, from Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes! <laughs> this guy is an absolute beast. Dude, I can't tell you how pumped a lot of the Minnesota Gopher faithful that were definitely fewer a few years ago than they are now about how excited they were when they got this guy to commit to the U because he was just a a prospect or a recruit that they usually wouldn't have any chance of getting. But this is one of those early P.J. Fleck recruits. And as you're going to tell us, just what type of skill set he has physically He's a guy that's been able to improve through each year and see what that progression is in a Big Ten team, too. Like, that's a different experience as well. Especially being an offensive lineman with yes. some of the, the, the running and the yep. old school mentality. 100%. So, How big is this man? This dude is six foot eight, 390 pounds. What? Six foot eight, 390. What's, what's more bizarre to you, the six foot eightness or the 390? The 390. Really? To be, to be as athletic and gifted with his yeah. feet. Um, is crazy. And, you know, the Raiders, hello, Trent Brown was 6'8", 380. Yeah. So it's the best physical comparison that you are going to have. Um, and the thing about his improvement and his story that whenever he gets drafted that you're going to hear at nauseum is this guy grew up in Australia. Yep. Uh, he played rugby. Uh, he didn't play football until his senior year in high school in 2017. 
It was so, IMG Academy guy, right? Or something like that. Some football academy kid. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. And, like, look, man, the size, the strength, the footwork. We hear that, that story all the time where guys switching from offense to defense in their second half of their college careers. Like, people are looking for high ceilings, especially when we're talking about those first-round picks. Yeah, and, you know, I don't think this is – this is another dude who I don't believe is going to drop. Because some of these guys, it's just inevitable, right? Because right. – you know, it just that that's what happens, whatever the circumstance may be. Yeah, how many guys can you get at six, eight, three ninety with footwork? I don't even care if I have to put in a little bit extra time. I got plenty of grease. Especially when you you've seen the improvement. Exactly. And um if Richie Incognito does stay, he did kind of help some of the offensive linemen. Like Colton Miller last year had his best year. Uh and Colton Miller kind of gives credit to to Richie in in terms of like just helping him and process that. So the Raiders would need to trade up. Uh, this seems like someone feasible, someone to get, someone who you most likely, who a lot of people in their mock drafts have anywhere from the third round to the fifth round, which is perfect. And you're not going to get too many people mad at you if you trade up and he doesn't work out either because it was just like with a, with a resume like that, it's a, worth taking a flyer on. 100%. And I, and I do think like we need to like at this point when you only have one pick in the top 100 mm-hmm. and even that one is the 86th, a lot of this is luck. 100%. Man. Because somebody could go – remember it was a few years ago. Actually, it was the Minnesota Vikings. When they traded up to get – what receiver was it? He's no longer on the team. Not Justin Jefferson. It's always no, a receiver. No, it's before Jefferson. It was like – it was the same year that um, Will Fuller, the fifth, was drafted. There was like a run of like five or six in the 20s. And they went out and got this guy. And – it was just because they had heard, you know, one other receiver was taken before him or something like that. And so the Vikings are like, well, we want our guy. We're going to trade up. And then that set a completely different domino effect down through the 20s. And then all of a sudden, well, once those teams that all need wide receivers go through all of their reaching, what talent on the board is now left for the team that isn't looking for a wide receiver that can't believe that this name has fallen to them then? And once that happens, then the plan changes entirely. Or you have like, well, Patriots always have the 32nd pick, and they always want to trade out of it because somebody has to pick t- Teddy Bridgewater or Lamar Jackson at 32nd. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, with – and we just brought it up with Dave Ziegler, Dave Ziegler kind of acknowledging, like, yo, we just got here in January. These things are going to be – it's probably the reason, the main reason why let's just get the best player available because we haven't had the time and the resources. They've had the time and the resources. This is a Patriots brass. You know all this is smokescreen. True, but it's it, half of the – but that's – the staff that they brought along in him, not the rest of the staff. And you kind of need to be in coordination. Like, I give so much credit to the Rams of they know who their their top players on defense are, and they specifically search for attributes that will help maximize, like, Aaron Donald and things like that. Yeah. And we don't have that necessarily well, with the we, time. Because we don't have Aaron Donald. No, but I'm saying, like, we, we don't have the time to kind of search out and specifically hunt for this, that, and the third in comparison to the rest of the league. So that's why I think they're doing the best player available route. I just still hope. Well, I just say best player available because we don't have anything that's like a dire need, and we don't have an option to really say that anything's a dire need because if we say that, it's going to give away some of our cards. Yeah, that's fair enough. And hey, so, cards. Like, and we're doing I think that these guys are fully briefed, fully boxered, whatever you wear, I don't care. They're going to be able to – they know what's going on in this league more than probably a lot of people do because they've watched the master and they've been in the they've been in the um Geppetto's tool shed. And let's before 
My word. I'm having trouble finding the words that I'm intending to, but I'm picking the next one that comes to my head. And a few of them have been swear words that I've been able to avoid it. So I'm glad the tool shed came out. Yes, fantastic. Before we before we get out of this Workshop segment, um, we do need to talk about the Darren Waller situation. So apparently, from what I've gathered... Like two people tweeted this and everybody's like, oh my God! Well, I think... Well, Tashawn Reed, uh, super great. He covers, covers the Raiders here yep. um, for The Athletic. So he posted an excerpt kind of detailing the logistics of the Devontae Adams trade. By the way, Devontae Adams was in camp first time. We got a picture of him in the jersey and everything. It looks fun. What number is he wearing? I don't know. 17. Um, Solid. Where in the logistics of it, it basically he states where the Packers asked for an undisclosed player. A lot of people assumed, presumably, that it was Darren Waller. And, of course, he put in there. I assume it was Derek Carr. Like, what if they wanted to ask about Derek Carr's availability? Right. And But I just think it's... Probably Darren. He's yeah. Probably right. And the Raiders obviously weren't interested. I think that Packers fans were kind of... They ran with it. They might have been a little salty. Yeah. To be fair... You want to go to the dance with me? No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> no. Nope. And, uh, ask and your cousin. Uh, all of our local reporters here in the city uh, disputed it. And then Jeremy Fowler from ESPN gave that national uh, perspective and said, hell no. So don't be alarmed. It was just a silly rumor. Darren Waller staying here. And you you talked about it earlier. Derek Carr was kind of like, hell no. Excuse me? <laughs> like he's literally, we're playing video games. No way. But I, I everybody has a price, but based off of, the messaging that we've received from his signing and everything about this team, he took that haircut on his contract so you could keep guys like that around and the other pieces. And so I think they want to run as close to what current build is now because it's a pretty good-looking build on paper, but as we've learned, that can be misguided. 100%. And, and also just some more draft news. Um, the Las Vegas sign has been changed to Raiders colors. You want some Instagram pictures, people. I think that's important to say. Oh, I'm sure there's people protesting that. People Why? Came. You defaced the original sign. Oh, come for the draft. Come on, people. It's the... For the love of Pete Rose, guys. Are you excited for this draft? I'm, like, actually, I'm kind of overwhelmed. I'm kind of nervy about it. I'm very excited because... I think a lot of transactions and a lot of deals are going to be done. You think that the desperation is is in the water for that? I don't think it's desperation. I think that this is now the business that they deal in in terms of like trades and not being so hell bent on acquiring right. draft picks. And I think there's more. The people are more open to make deals. I think right. that there's especially players. if I'm seeing other people make deals. But that's I mean, if if I see a couple sheep go off the edge of a cliff, usually a few more follow, right? Because it seems like a fun slide. And, 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 that's, and that's not true. That's where I'm like, I'm wondering what the level of desperation, just like the agitation, how how people are in their timeline of events. Like we were mentioning with Joe O earlier, NFC North draft was a lot more contentious last year because you had two coaching regimes that were literally drafting and coaching for their jobs and careers. And so that's going to cause different decisions to be made, right? True. And so with both of those being changed out and you have Green Bay in a different situation, still looking for the same type of tools, but now we don't have a backup person like we had with Devontae. And then Detroit is still looking to, like, you know, build and, and grow and stuff. And so when you have the people that you're – if you have people that you're in direct competition with, I mean, just look at how free agency went for the AFC West or the NFC West last year. Like, this is how it works. And so it depends on the sheep and if and what cliff they go over. But that's I, – I don't – you you think there's going to be an update? Yeah, I think another another reason, too, is not just this is the business that we deal in where everyone's like, we got to – every we got to – attain as much as possible i do think that with the eight teams that have multiple draft picks that's true and with yep. debo and baker and jimmy and all these players being mm-hmm. available 
And listen, just personally as a Browns fan, something's up. Something's going on. I think something's going to happen, and it's not just going to be Baker poop, Mayfield. But Maybe smelling something. Maybe I was going to say might smell like poop in some parts of the strip, but not where the draft's going to be at. Certainly not. We have absolutely brought out the hoses to get everything clean, and we're going to run through the NBA and what to expect tonight. Other than a Wolves win on the other side of the break, eleven forty, the bet. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Let's keep the limp up just for a second here. I got to watch these Minnesota Timberwolves just causing John Moran to say, you know what, not me. You know what, this hard drive to the basket, I'm going to do all this work and I'm going to pass it out to the elbow to somebody not named Desmond Bain and ask him to take a three. I will take that every single damn possession we can. It's a dangerous game, Lindsay. Indeed, and I will tell you what. Carl Anthony Towns looks damn good, but he just got blocked and is complaining. So now it could all be unraveled in just a few seconds. But you know what? This the, is what playoff basketball is, or at least I'm learning. It's the, like. The timber. <laughs> Aw, that's. No, I'm just being honest. That's that who we are. so cute. Nah, your team's not here, are they? Uh, nope, not this year. No, oh, well, kind of. last we year. Or the year before that. Or, or the year before that. I mean, we made it before 2004. Yeah. Thank you, you Lindsay. Remember the first time you went to the finals and they got swept? Yeah, when LeBron had one of the most historic runs. Remember yeah. when we won the championship and the multiple times we've been to the finals? Mm. Why are we doing this right now? I if just it was think- like, if you're one for like five, I, I don't know. That's only like a decent stat line in baseball. Uh, technically, it'd be one for three because the two championships with Kevin Durant don't count in anybody's okay. record book. <laughs> That's why yeah. KD. That's what we said earlier. Right. None of those count. History. Um, yeah. in my in my personal record book. Shout out to the legend Stu Gotts. Um, right next to the definition in the booty picks. This is where this yes. is written down. Uh, yes, one hundred percent. KD's little championships that he was just tagging along because Draymond, we need we need you to join the Warriors because we can't be LeBron and Kyrie. I'm crying in the locker room because we both are with me. Uh, I, I'm sorry, because you you said we don't have no championships. Know, but what, you, you, tell, you say off air that Kevin Durant leaving is like not a big deal, but then you go on air and then you just give him crap. I just I don't get it. Oh well, listen, when I'm on air, it's a different type of beast. 
Um, and when the lights are on, the playoffs are a different type of beast. So it, <laughs> I love our, our playoff vibes right now. So I'm in here. Atlanta, Miami's tipped off. They're in the second quarter. Uh, the Grizzlies and the Timberwolves, they're in the first quarter, right? Okay. All right. <laughs> Lindsay is in full D-Ross fan mode. Is here. Um, so let's get you ready for the for the night of NBA. Some of the games have tipped off. Yes, please. Um, so the Heat and Hawks, uh, Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry are not playing for Miami. A uh, couple injuries for both. Uh Eric Spolster before the game said if needed on Thursday for game six, if there is a game six, because Miami leads the series three one, that they could possibly play. Kind of disrespectful. For them to, hey, let's get a rest. They don't really need to come out here. I think we can pull off and, and win this series with them. Do a lot them. of judging of people's actions. <laughs> I do. Cause a lot of unhappiness. I'm guessing. Uh, no, not necessarily. It's just sports. You know, we do we do I the know, sports but talk. If, but if you're always yelling about sports, you're always yelling. Ah, uh, that's true. But I, you know, I'll figure it out. I'll talk to my therapist that's about true. that. We always have time for that. So, um, yeah, Trey Young, you're going to need the the step up huge. Hasn't had the best series going up against he this. He needs somebody else with him, though. They're not. That yeah. team's not ready to go yet. I do believe Clint Capella uh, is in the lineup, or he, he's in the bench. He didn't start the game, who but he is he available. Need, though, like, who does Trey Young need? Like, he needs. Who he do needs, they trade for? Like, who? who what, what's the type of player that he needs to succeed? He needs a shooter. Okay. Um, he needs someone who can create offense that isn't him because a lot of the offensive yeah. load is just given to Trey. So you need a shooter slash distributor, okay? Some people said Carl Anthony Towns. He also needs to be six feet. Oh. <laughs> Some people, that that is a rumor, but I don't think that's going to happen. Not after this run, regardless of how it goes. Um, so, yeah, right now Atlanta's in the lead 26-23. Uh, we move on to the Timberwolves and Grizzlies. Lindsay, as you're watching, have the referees played? Like, are they are they the the main stars of the show? No, like they've been for see, some of these games. It doesn't seem to be, but the I mean, Pat Bev is you know shoving elbows in people's faces and stuff like in transition, and so it's kind of that fluid time before we start really getting down to the nitty gritty. But I think it depends on where the the game is played too. If it's if it's mostly in the paint, you're just gonna get more hacks. Yeah, and in last game, who's the um, Utah Jazz player that went like 0 for 10? Was that last night on the uh, from the from the free throw line, and then people clapped for him when he made the first one? Yeah, they I pulled the Patrick Waugh on him. Yeah, that, sure that's that not a good night. look. And, I don't know. Watch a lot of basketball lately. Look at you. Let's go. It's more Just, interesting to me at this point. Right. Well, we got a week away to the NHL playoffs, but yeah, yeah free throws are going to be a, a huge part. The Timberwolves got forty free throws last game. Got Facts. everyone in foul trouble. They drew thirty-one fouls. Um, and going 31 from 40 from the free throw line and getting those 31 points kind of helps. Yeah. Uh, as we as the game has started and, and you have been laser focused, you know, a lot of this depends on Carl Anthony Towns. How's he looked? He's looked good. He's looked like he is not just taking the looks that he should, but he's he's going at them with vengeance. And with Carl, it's all about if he's not getting the calls, his his rage will be diverted into the wrong area. So that's where he just needs to kind of quiet the noise, go about his work, and as long as everybody's hitting their shots, because it's really about, like, if you get the look and you don't hit it, that's going to that's gonna kill you pretty quick, right? That's going to cause you to make different decisions because I just set it all up, it was perfect, and then boom, we're still at this deficit. Now i got to run back, and then they score, like, oh, crap. Now I have to make different decisions. i got to play a uh, different level of aggression and stuff. Uh, as long as they're not getting to follow trouble themselves and not allowing Memphis to go on these big runs, like, I think they're going to be fine. I genuinely do because all of these games have been basically foul management for whatever team doesn't have momentum. And then is there enough time in the clock and do they have enough in the tank 
to make a comeback and steal it in the waning moments because it's always kind of come down to the end. Yeah, and for the Grizzlies, they they've been giving up way too many three pointers. Yes, we just talked about the the uh, the foul shots and Carl Anthony Towns last game went eleven or fourteen for seventeen from the free throw line. That can't happen if they expect to win. And, and this is you know and they these, haven't even gotten to their bench yet, or at least yeah. they're just gonna start to these these ebbs and flows. This is what happens 17, when you got 17, young teams. People. And then tonight, I'm so excited for this. Phoenix is gonna go crazy. We got an important game five. Between the number eight seed Pelicans versus the Suns. The Pels win, it's over. Oh my goodness. I hope Unless I, Book's coming back, and if I'm the Suns, I don't push Book. Yeah, and he shouldn't be two to three weeks. So uh this is Chris Paul who's had a good game, game one, bad game, game two, good game, game three. He's going on and off. He was off last time. He only scored four points last game. Is he gonna let the Pelicans show him up like they did? Uh this tips off. It's gonna be in Phoenix. This is one of the most improbable situations that I don't 100%. think anyone thought. Brandon Ingram has basically been unstoppable. His size, nobody to necessarily match up because you don't want DeAndre Ayton out in the perimeter. And just also, the Pelicans' energy level yes. has been superb. and Two kind floors of, above almost in yeah. a lot of moments, like where it's third floor and the and suns are still stuck at sunrise. And, and it's kind of crazy because, the you know, obviously Chris Paul's an older veteran player, but the rest of these, they got way too many young cats that are out there that, you know, this this is the time for you to step up. And we all know the situation with Devin Booker. And the Suns are another team. They need to stop fouling so much. The discrepancy last game was 45 free throws for the Pelicans, 17 for the Suns. It seems ridiculous. Monty Williams got fined for complaining about it. But this is what happens when you become a jump shooting team and you're taking jump shots and you're not attacking the basket. You're not going to get foul calls. So, I will be watching this game with all four of my eyeballs because I wear glasses. I am so excited. Um, who would have thought, man? An eight seed versus a number one seed. So, yeah, that's your little preview of your NBA action tonight. Anything is possible. Anything can happen. And that is for sure one of the themes of many here on the Playmakers. Appreciate everyone taking some time to spend it with us today. Thank you to Adrian. Be well to each other, but mostly to yourselves. Use your blinkers because people are dying out there and we can do better. And otherwise, enjoy the abyss that is your life. We'll be back in 22 hours for more sports and other things, but all with a Z. All right, friends. Bye. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.